Hello and welcome to episode 94 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn why when you have a sleep issue, your focus should be on managing your energy, not your time. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. For me, time management is something that I focused on for years. I love the concept of time management. I love the concept of fitting in as much as possible in my day. And I enjoyed organizing my time. And to be fair, I still do use time blocking as a technique for making sure I spend time evenly on the things that are important to me. But on a day-to-day basis, I've completely switched my focus from time management to energy management. And I want to explain to you why so that you can decide whether it's something that you should do too. I've talked on other episodes about the amount of time that scientists think that we should spend asleep. And really, this calculation boils down to an estimate that for every two hours awake, we probably need an hour of sleep to recover our energy and get rid of the waste products and heal and all the other things that we're doing while we sleep in order for us to sustain another full day of activity the following day. So to take an average, if we're awake and active for 16 hours, then we need eight hours of sleep to recover for the next day. Now, if you've had a full day of activity and then you haven't slept well, then obviously you potentially haven't had enough sleep to finish this restorative process. So you're actually not fully equipped to sustain a whole day of activity the following day. And I don't think that this is something that when you're in the midst of a sleep issue, you really think about. So at this point, when you wake up the following day, the number of hours you have available to do things in that day is actually less important than the amount of energy you have because you may have less energy than you've got hours to do stuff in. So when you use up more energy than you have available or whether you try to call on your brain and body to bring forth energy that you don't really have available, then your body starts to trigger into different kind of activities in order to bring that energy or bring that sense of energy that you've got left. And that can impact your sleep for the following day. So it's really important to break the cycle of having little energy but overexerting yourself beyond the energy that you have and then that having impact on your ability to sleep the next night and so on. Now on top of the amount of energy that you might have, the amount of energy that you then use is obviously dependent on the type of activity or task that you're doing. So if your day involves hard physical work then you're going to deplete your physical energy quicker. If you're doing a lot of mental work then you're going to deplete your mental energy as well. And there are a series of studies that have looked at the depletion of mental energy and given lots of kind of examples of activities that are really draining of mental energy specifically. So, for example, when we're doing tasks which require decision making. 
And I don't know about you, but I feel like modern life requires me to make decisions constantly. So it's really important to take into account the type and the amount of activity that you're doing as well. Now, something also to bear in mind when we think about time in our day is that we've not evolved to do activity all day. I talked before about how most of us don't really spend too much time thinking about where our sleep biology has come from, where it's evolved, how it's evolved over the hundreds of thousands of years before. And the fact that for most of the time of those hundreds of thousands of years, we lived in a completely different environment and routine than our modern lives today. There was in fact lots of downtime. You can also look at other mammals and see it there too. When you take your own pets, for example, and even active free ranging animals spend a portion of their day in active rest. So even if you were well slept, you were never meant to be on the go for 16 hours a day. You were never meant to use all of that time. You've evolved around actively resting at times throughout the day to conserve energy. You were always really meant to have this equation of energy in there. In modern life, we cut a lot of this out. And even when we do take a break, a lot of the things we do under the banner of relaxation aren't actually relaxation at all. They're actually really energy depleting. And I'll give you just one example Something I really like to do is browse the internet looking for holidays and looking at holiday destinations. I love this activity. I love checking out where I might go, where I might stay, what we might do. And I used to do this activity as a form of relaxation because I enjoy it so much. It felt like relaxation. But these days, I don't kid myself that it is actually a relaxing activity. So if I'm working at the computer during the day, I know now that taking a break from work to go and browse holidays while I'm eating lunch is not actually a break for my brain at all. In fact, it's just more decision making kind of wrapped up in some kind of kind of nice package. Um, But that's what's actually going on. And so I know that that's going to be draining my energy as well. And your brain is really kind to you. It will continue to try and do the tasks that you put in front of it for as long as you have hours in the day. It doesn't have a pop-up that's kind of warning you that, okay, you've gone in beyond where your energy is and you're now into kind of that extra zone. It doesn't tell you that, you know, you need a break or you should have had more breaks. It's, It's not doing that. But in the background, it definitely is responding to that. So over the course of your day, as you're depleting energy and when you get to the point, if your energy gets really low and you're still going and you've still got stuff to do, your brain could respond by releasing the stress hormones. And it does that to try and stop you from feeling tired because, you know, you want to keep going. And you may notice this happening or you might not notice this happening, but the effect on your sleep could be the same. It could actually reduce your ability to fall asleep at the end of the day or it could cause you to be awake in the middle of the night or both. And I know it sounds bizarre, but I'm certain that you've experienced this paradox of being wide awake when you know that you're exhausted. So you want to avoid getting to that point. You want to avoid needing to exert more energy in the day than you actually woke up with that store of when you when you got up in the morning. So your action step for this week is to experiment with watching your energy rather than your time and conserving energy where possible so you can avoid the risk that you deplete all your energy way before the end of a day and trigger the stress response. And I'll give you some really practical suggestions on how you might make a start to do this. In the morning, as part of your morning routine, assess how tired you are. You're often tired, I know that, but some days are worse than others. So sit down in the morning and be honest with yourself. How much energy do you really have? And then look at what you have to do and cut anything off your list that can wait. When you start your day, 
do the most important and energy draining things first so you get them done. Then after that, you can start to just be aware of how your energy levels are doing throughout the rest of the day. Try and listen to what your body's telling you. Feel how your energy is depleting. If additional tasks come in during the day, again, be really brutal about whether or not you have energy left to do them or not. And if you don't, just delay them. And the final tip I'd give you is to schedule in proper rest breaks, real breaks, where you're still or maybe you're gently walking where your mind is settling into calm thoughts rather than hectic thoughts thinking about the rest of the day and where you're letting your thoughts just meander gently around you know a positive subject or that kind of that kind of thing where your thoughts are not really going in any direction and you're definitely not spending your rest break thinking about the next task to be done when you stop resting that's not healthy either so try and have proper rest breaks throughout the day all right have a good week and thanks for listening Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.